Hello there, it's Coach Lori again on our podcast. We're having a lot of fun and people are giving us a lot of different comments about these various topics. And today we're going to talk about self-esteem. So the title is Going from A to Z in Your Sport. And uh, really this is kind of some secret sauce going on here today. Uh, As a mental trainer for over 40 years, I, I do like to define self-esteem because I I believe that the uh, research in this area can be a little bit fuzzy. So please think of self-esteem as your ability to complete something on your own from A to Z. So it doesn't matter if you're just, you know, uh, 10 years old and you're learning how to do the laundry. Um, there might be a lot of white loads that come out with pink socks, for example. Everybody always laughs about that. But through experimentation on our own and going from point A to point Z, uh, we gain that self-value. So when, when you're in charge and in control, um, the outcomes are really based on your attitude and effort to put into your performance or practice. So Coaches out there and parents, when you start giving more control over to that athlete to make decisions, I love when coaches ask a young athlete if they have a drill or a skill set that they would like to demonstrate. Um, I think that's amazing when athletes get to highlight uh, what they can do um, because it just shows that they value the thing that they're good at. So it's important that young athletes that are just learning a sport get multiple chances at a particular movement in the game so they can build an inventory in the brain. And I guess where we really go wrong in sports, in our research anyways, we found out that athletes don't get their opinion highlighted. They don't get asked a lot of open questions. They get told what to do. Um, They don't get as many repetitions as they could to get a skill under their belt. So multiple chances uh, are important to build good brain inventory. So let's use the common example of learning how to ride a bike. Um, The debate is, you know, do you use training wheels, no training wheels? Should a little kid just get on a a three-wheel trike first or should they go all the way to the two-wheeler? Uh, Learning the skill of riding a bike takes balance, takes strength and coordination. So the cool thing is the brain, once you learn how to ride a bike, they say you never forget. And that's really absolutely true. It's It's a very interesting motor pattern. But when people pick up that skill set and they can ride a bike on their own from A to Z, you will see some young athlete beaming from ear to ear. There's a particular Canadian athlete that I follow that used to uh, train with me in a mental capacity in soccer, and that's Miss Sarah Orban from Canada, who is in the velodrome constantly on her bicycle training. And if you know something about Sarah, she built her self-esteem as a young athlete by experimenting with different sports. So I'd like to hear Sarah's comments and maybe someday we can get her on the podcast talking about how kids should learn how to ride a bike. So in this case, should kids have a helmet on, bumper pads, training wheels, 
there's lots of ways to do this, but there are some people that'll just throw a kid, as I said, on a bike and give them one big push, and it's all history from there. But self-esteem is like that. It is like riding a bike. It has three components, and parents and coaches, if you really are listening about this, this is how we can very much describe the brain. So the first one is the athlete is a learner, and they need exposure to the skill. They need multiple tries in order for the brain to figure out what is needed. So again, that little kid riding the bike, they probably need a number of repetitions of pushing the pedal. That's why the tricycle works so well. The uh, athlete, second to that, needs control. And they need to control the pace of the skill. So there's modifications. So maybe something slows down a little bit, a little slower speed. Maybe a bigger ball or a tennis racket that's got a, a little bit better uh, frame on it. A little bit larger to help that young person contact the ball with a shorter racket. Maybe we lower the net a little bit or uh, decrease the height of the basketball net just so that these repetitions can be more successful early on. And then over time, we can increase height, distance, speed, and so on. And the third thing is the athlete might also want to see themselves on video to see what they're good at and what needs correcting. So a definitely number three we found in a research when uh, people who are learning a sport can see themselves, they can coach themselves. So when you know you can do something, you feel you've got your own stamina and grit. And according to our research at Intermind Sports, athletes that actually took their chance and went on their own to work it out over time did better. So let's say an athlete's really struggling with some of the touches in soccer today. You might give that athlete some highlight time with a buddy or a partner to work on that skill and increase it. Athletes that um, were pushed or criticized or yelled at just simply quit. And their self-esteem, the ability to go from A to Z, was not even there. So what we know is that when learning is laced with trauma or learning trauma, this sticks with people for months and years. In fact, even unsuccessful, negative, stressful events, people have learned to accept they're not good enough and then they don't want to ever try or play or do anything again. So there's a deep residual level of negative emotion and, and a weakness in their emotional smarts. So we have to be very, very careful how we coach, how we teach, how we parent, because the one skill that you will need as an adult teaching young athletes, let's say, is to help them ride the bike, get on there, and keep pedaling. <laughs> so in other words, in their sport, they need their opinion known. They need to be respected and involved. You ask a ton of open questions. This whole idea 
of coaches berating an athlete, calling them out, calling them names, making them feel like dirt, you know, is unacceptable. So I would walk away from that because that is affecting your self-esteem. I have one athlete I've trained for a long time and it's only within her senior year she's getting over a coach that she had for three years that just constantly made her feel that she couldn't go from A to Z on her own. So sometimes it can be nasty, but other times it's just a codependence. Like, I'm the greatest coach that ever lived, and you need me, and you can't do it on your own. So, so we absolutely know that there is no longevity to that. So how do we build self-esteem? Now remember, it's going from A to Z on your own. So the first thing that we can do is let the athlete, the person, try without interference until they ask for help. So you see them, you know, and they're on the soccer field and they might be struggling a little bit, but it's not until they sort of pick up that ball and walk over and they say, Coach, do you think you could help me with the left foot inside dribble? You go, yeah, sure, I, I would love to teach you how to do that. Number two, be supportive and ask them to solve. Ask them to say what they think is going wrong. When you go over there and you pick apart every piece of that skill, that, that person didn't get to do that from A to Z. And you undermine their self-esteem by being so critical. And that leads to point three. No critical talk makes an athlete feel good. So, you know, when athletes feel bad, there's not really encouraging words for them to try again. And when it, everything is so critically based, even by their own teammates, they really can't afford to get in the game because they feel that nobody trusts them. Number four is reinforcing when they get it. Oh, man, this is like some of my favorite coaching times when all of a sudden I'm going to make a big deal of some guy connecting bat on ball, um, ball on bat. <laughs> I'm going to connect when somebody makes a catch or a throw or maybe they just jumped into some tricky move and they just did it. You know, there's one of my guys in snowboarding and he just – did an inside-outside twist added on to an aerial, and, and he punched it, and he landed it, or she landed it. So it comes from reinforcing these great tries. And uh, there's a lot of research to tell us that tough coaching, harsh words, and putting somebody down doesn't create independent ability. You know, you start taking over the control of their performance. So parents, be super careful but you're not taking over the performance of that uh, young athlete. So you have to say that it's kind of tough to be your best all the time, but structurally, you, you know, you've got a chance to increase that front lobe of the brain, which is really where focus and consistency live. So if I knew that I was undermining somebody and damaging the front of the brain for life, I, I should probably be put in jail. <laughs> I mean, if you ask yourself as a coach, parent, teacher, or friend, are you allowing the athlete to change and think for themselves, you're giving them the bonus round. You're giving them the biggest gift you can give them. 
Are you encouraging the least little improvement with a zero level of support? Or are you thinking about how you were parented? How you were parented, good, bad, or indifferent, is irrelevant. How are you as a coach and parent now encouraging the athlete to work it out on their own? And when they ask for support, you're there. So I find it's an honor to work with athletes. And I see a lot of pro coaches that have really got this new level of coaching under their belts because coaching is an art. So when an athlete can perform better and they can perform it on their own, they'll hold on to that for a lifetime. So coaches, you have a role of listening, solving, and supporting. Those are the only three things that you're supposed to do. You're supposed to listen. You're supposed to solve with your athlete, and you're supposed to support them. And parents, you have the same role. So I, I hope that you support someone today in sport and give them credit for getting it right today, and that self-esteem is going from A to Z. So for some of you who you want to do it, for your child, you can't. If you see them struggling, ask them what they think is going wrong. Ask them to solve. And I love when I give parents this line, so how do you think you did today? Not um, this is what you did or this is what I saw or your coach, blah, blah, blah. I've heard so many of those old school conversations and they don't get you anywhere. So we're trying to build leaders in our country. We're trying to build people of self-value and self-worth. And I would say that going from A to Z in your sport is how to get there. So once again, you know, let the person try without interference until they ask for help. Be supportive and ask them to solve and say what's going on for themselves. Stop the critical talk and just use encouraging words and positive reinforcement when they get it right, and making a big deal when they do get it right <laughs> so that they feel like they want to do it again and repeat it again. So this is Coach Lori. I hope that got you thinking today, whether you're an athlete and you're building your self-esteem, whether you're a coach and you're supporting self-esteem, and whether you're a parent and starting to understand self-esteem. Uh, just pass me a line and on innermindsports at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to answer your questions. Jump on our website as well and see our 95 lessons uh, that we have for athletes in the sport of hockey, soccer, golf, and tennis. Um, hopefully, we'll get to some more sports. We've, we do so much research just to get one sport done. Um, those were our big five anyways, uh, the Fifth one, of course, is goaltending within hockey. So uh, have a day where you try something. You might even try something new and see if you can do it on your own. Either that or grab a bike and uh, go for a bike ride and say, I learned this skill a long, long time ago and I can still do it. So take care and play safe.